Hey everyone, this is Brendan, and you're about to hear a very special episode of The Collect Call. Before we start, I want to call your attention to two things. First, on November 1st, the Episcopal Church will install our new presiding bishop, Michael Curry. In the run-up to that, the Acts 8 movement is starting a month-long prayer cycle for our church and its people. We'll be publishing it soon, so keep an eye on our website and Facebook and Twitter feeds for more details. Check out acts8movement.org. Second, for reasons that will become apparent soon enough, this episode is stuffed full of 80s-esque synth music, produced by a variety of artists under Creative Commons licenses. This show wouldn't be what it is without the generosity of musicians and photographers who license their work under Creative Commons. So if you hear something you like, please listen all the way to the end to learn who the artists are and where you can find more. Enjoy the show! This podcast is an offering of the Acts 8 movement, proclaiming resurrection in the Episcopal Church. My name is Holly Powell. I'm a layperson, a Taurus, and a member of Christ Church Cathedral in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Brendan O'Sullivan-Hale, and I am also a layperson, and... I'm a Leo because we're telling people our signs this episode? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just felt like doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm a member of the Episcopal Church of All Saints in Indianapolis, Indiana. This podcast is about the intersection of liturgy and life, as seen through the lens of the Collects in the Book of Common Prayer. Now, Collect is kind of a funny-sounding word, but it's just another word for prayer. And it's spelled like collect. As in, you might collect... Scented candles that fill your home with the smell of angels, like Angel Wings from the Yankee Candle Company, Angel Whispers by Glade, Angel Food Cake by Illume Boulangerie, and just plain Angel by Melt Candles, which says angels smell like dewberry, cassis, jasmine, rose, vanilla, patchouli, amber, and a hint of chocolate, and whose packaging further asserts that when you light a candle, the angels always gather. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> well, light a candle and you <laughs> see know, what happens. Smell some angels. <laughs> I feel like you might be lighting something else, hallucinogenic, <laughs> melt candles. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you're probably wrong. I'm probably but, but who wrong. can say? Well, friends, I don't even know how to start this. It 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 it, it really has come to this point. It really has. When you're watching the inevitable documentary about the Collette Call, this is the point where uh, you start to notice that we're on a downward slide. Yeah, so the, the, the VH1 behind the podcast. Yes, this is like Millie Vanilli performing live and they're tape skipping. Or remember the time that, you know, Ashley Simpson got caught with the acid reflux and all that? Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah so this is kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Here's the deal, friends. This is our show for St. Michael and All Angels. And as it happened, about six or so weeks ago, we did a show on the Collect of the Holy Angels. And what we didn't realize at the time was that the Collect of the Holy Angels and the Collect for St. Michael and All Angels are exactly the same. Exactly so the same. We're, we're going to pray the Collect just because uh, we, we, we need to pray. Right, let's be real. But we're actually just going to refer you back to our, our previous episode to hear what we have to say about angels. In that episode, 
we had said that we were pretty confused about angels and we were hoping for listener feedback to help us understand angels better. And we got some of that feedback and we are going to discuss it in exhaustive depth today. Lots of depth, yeah. We're hopeful that this podcast will be amusing regardless of where you're listening. But if you have a choice, you might think about uh, listening to this podcast while simultaneously being near some internet-connected device. Yes, something that can access the YouTube. The YouTube. But first, let's pray the collect, shall we? Yes, let's do that. The feast day for St. Michael and all angels is actually on September 29th, so we're breaking the tradition. Um, that's Tuesday. Right, right. Past... Yeah, we've been on a Monday roll here. Yeah, we've been on a Monday roll. Anywho. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. My church is actually transferring it to Sunday uh, because we have a St. Michael chapel, so uh, we have permission from the bishop to transfer uh, St. Michael's Day so that we can have a big celebration. Cool. Here we go. Everlasting God, you have ordained and constituted in a wonderful order the ministries of angels and mortals. Mercifully grant that as your holy angels always serve and worship you in heaven, so by your appointment they may help and defend us here on earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Holly, are you ready to tell them what we're doing today? Um... I can start. (laughs) (laughs) One of the pieces of feedback that we received from the Twitters was this delightful little YouTube video from friend of the show, Regina Heater, who tweets at R-E-C-K-S-H-O-W. As in like a show about car wrecks, but without the initial W. Without the W, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for that. That's smart. Um... (laughs) So she said that you might recall in that episode, we talked about our favorite songs with with the word angel in them, and she brought a video to our attention. Uh, This video is a a song performed by Amy Grant. The Incomparable. The Incomparable from 1984. So many of our listeners might not have even been alive, Brendan. I was eight. I don't remember this song at all, though. I don't either. I didn't know about Amy Grant until Baby Baby. Yeah, I think that was my first exposure to her. Yeah, but apparently she was a, a big deal in the evangelical universe of contemporary Christian music. Right, right. And this song is entitled Angels, and I think that it really explains what it is that angels do, what it is that God has put them out there to to be (laughs) helpful to us i am not even talking about things that make sense but (laughs) it's a theological masterpiece is what it is it 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 is a theological piece (laughs) (laughs) okay what we are going to do for you listeners is we are going to do a shot-by-shot narration of the 1984 music video for Angels. Uh, We do recommend that you pull this up on YouTube. You'll find a link in the show notes. Uh, But our intention is also that this will be a standalone audio experience. Yes. Um, we, We wish to describe... Um, this video to you so you feel like you are there how do we want to do this 
Um, let's, let's just go ahead and pull the video up. Okay. <laughs> I had to sit through an ad, so you might. Yeah. It might take a minute. This video has like 363,093 views. Yeah. It's going to be 363,095 <laughs> by the end of this podcast. <laughs> little uh, blurb. You know how on YouTube you can put a little description is is truly epic. <laughs> this is a great and inspiring video from Amy Grant about angels. Yes, that that is what it is. <laughs> Okay, are you ready to hit play? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Ooh, look at the pink lettering. Ooh. Yeah, so what we got, listeners, is angels against black background. And we are in a classroom, and Amy Grant is pulling down a map. Yeah, there's some chimes, and there, there's a chalkboard, like a legit chalkboard in the corner. Lots and a bunch of, of teenagers sitting down and talking to each other. In folding chairs. Oh, there's a hug. Aw. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So the beat is picking up. Amy Grant is sitting down among these kids. I love like little speech she gives here. Oh, it is. It is a good speech. Have you ever been in a situation, a bad situation, where it seems like there's just no way out? Well, here's a story about a situation just like that. (laughs) Indeed. a situation a lot. It's a bad situation, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And also, like, she's she's in this very, like, conspiratorial pose, like, leaned way over, kind of like, hey, guys, let's just rap about G's here. Yeah, yeah, she is, she is one with these teenagers. She really Although, is. Although, actually, that, that one sitting to her right is, like, you know, maybe a nine-year-old girl, but dressed up for executive realness. <laughs> executive. There's some executive realness coming later too. I've, I've already made a note that we're going to need to talk <laughs> about this. Look, the kids are like they are getting into it. Seriously, like, what is happening? What has happened to this nine-year-old executive child that is this <laughs> bad situation? I mean, obviously, she's been human trafficked into the C-suite of some yeah. Fortune 500 company. <laughs> well, no, and, and look at the kid sitting next to her. He is wearing a sailor suit. <laughs> like, what kind of discussion group is this? Like, what is happening? Okay, also, if I'm at a Bible study, or whatever this is, and <laughs> the leader all of a sudden just, like, burst into song... I'm going to be much more concerned than these kids seem to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I, he, he seems to think that this is totally normal. This yeah. probably just happens every Sunday. <laughs> hey, if Amy Grant's your Bible study teacher... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just rapping with you guys. So anyway, uh, this first verse of the song... Brenda, do you want to tell the kids uh, at home what this first verse is about? Basically, the first verse is a summary of Peter's imprisonment and escape in Acts 12. And so what happens here is that one of the various Herods, there are multiple Herods running around the Bible, sentences uh, Peter to prison. He is shackled and put in a cell, and then an angel shows up, although Peter never sees the angel. He just kind of infers the angel and releases Peter uh, from prison, and he miraculously goes back out to uh, meet the other Christian followers and tell them what happened. So that's basically what Amy Grant is doing here in this first verse. Indeed. Take this man to prison. I heard Herod say, 
And then four squads of soldiers came and carried him away. These kids are, are pretty pumped about Peter's imprisonment. The, the reaction from the crowd is intense. Do you see this girl in the blue jeans? I mean, there are a lot No, of- I'm, the purple jeans, I'm sorry. Oh, I love that. I love that. She's like, she's slapping her knees, and then she's like, oh, I'm going to cross my legs now and yeah. snap my fingers. <laughs> she's unsure how to how to syncopate, yet she is still really engaged with Amy. Also, yeah, she's wearing yeah. a blue sweater vest with purple jeans, so there's that. <laughs> it, well, it was 1984. Was it? <laughs> Look, I'm going to defend the purple jeans because when I was eight or nine, which would have been like 84, 85, I had these purple athletic shorts and a bright yellow solid t-shirt, the ideal ensemble. I was like super proud of that outfit. Okay. Sounds awesome. (laughs) It would probably make my eyes bleed today. When Peter is released from prison, according to Amy Grant, only thing he wants to do is run in the dark to his friends and say drum 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 angels watching over me (laughs) yeah there's just one thing to say only one thing to say not hey guys I got out of jail nope angels watching over me every move I make so that's the chorus angels watching over me every move I make angels watching over me every step I take and some derivation of those phrases. Can we discuss posture? I would love to. Because I I, I have to say, like, the signature (laughs) posture of this video is hunching over. Like, no matter what position you're you're in, uh, apparently the position the Lord wants you to be in is with your your, um, shoulders hunched over. Amy Grant is, you know, she's telling the story of Peter getting out of prison. She's all excited, and she's seated, and she's hunched over, and she's in there with the kids. And then she gets up out of her chair to make a dramatic point. And, but she's standing up, but she's still hunched over. Yeah, and, and then the kids all stay hunched over, too, like they're in a yeah. football huddle. Right, right. Also, during that, during the first chorus, during the hunching, <laughs> the, the hunching, there's one dude, speaking of executive wear. There is one dude wearing no crap a polo shirt and a tie. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. Let me see if I can get you an exact. That would be at 118. Oh my gosh. (laughs) God, it's like a burgundy polo shirt and a and a black and white striped tie? Brendan, I will give you $100 if you will wear that ensemble to work one day. Oh, wow. I, I want to keep Yeah, I know. Just wow. just keep it in mind yeah. if you ever get art up for cash. They're singing oh, a yeah. lot. It, this is obviously divine intervention because this is the first time these kids have heard this shocking story and yet all of them know the words. It's like Pentecost up in here. Yeah, it really is. And they're keeping time as well as some white kids can keep time. And there is one person of color in this video, but he's only visible in like one shot for one second. Yeah, in the very opening shot, they're like, oh, there's that guy. <laughs> now let's get back to these like mini executives. 
Amy has stood up to make her point while clenching. We're, we're back to the girl in blue in the purple jeans, though. Yes. But now Amy is out of the shot, and she is owning Oh, us. she's really feeling it. I sensed that there was, like, a little bit of All About Eve happening on this set, <laughs> and that the purple jeans girl was really trying to take over Amy Grant's career. Can we talk about Amy's mom jeans for a second? Because <laughs> <laughs> those are the mommiest of mom jeans. Here's the thing, though. Like, when, when they're like... And then, and then it's like angels watching over me. And then the hunching stops. Yeah. Oh well. And like, sure. Amy, the, Amy stands up straight for like a second, and then, and then she hunches back down again. And now she's going for the map. Yeah. And the map goes up. And guys, here's the deal. If you see a map <laughs> pulled down like one of these pull-up screens, and you let it fly into the air. You get a portal to another world. Only this time, instead of going to Narnia, we're going to... The past? How would you describe this land? <laughs> okay, it looks like she's on a movie set. <laughs> like there's a fence and it's dark. And then there's another fence, but it's like got wood slats. And there are like some really cheap stairs looking like they're made out of paper like the worst school yeah. play set you can possibly imagine and then it looks like they got the car from christine secondhand because mm -hmm. there's this kind of red muscle car um off to amy's left but not to her left for long because this car almost runs our precious amy grant right on over because like the very next shot we see Christine coming at her with like the headlights blazing and all that. And she is able to hop out of the way. Why? Because angels. Okay, we need to talk about the theology of what is happening yeah. here. I'm, first, we, we need to talk about the fact that this video shows her almost getting hit by the car twice. Um, they're like, wow, we, we, we blew our special effects budget on this shot, so we better, we get, better get some mileage out of it. Yep. But the lyric that is happening here God only knows the time, the times my life was threatened just today. A reckless car ran out of gas before it ran my way. So, basically, Amy Grant is saying that the car that was going to hit her didn't hit her because angels made the car run out of gas at just the right moment. That's fair. <laughs> also... What that says to me is, if you do get hit by a car, or some calamity does befall you, you're SOL. You didn't have the right angels. Yeah, because, right, you, you probably deserve yeah. it, is, is what this is saying. Because, you know, God is all like, oh, can't kill Amy Grant, gotta get that car to run out of gas. Although, in the video, it clearly does not run out of gas. She clearly jumps out of the way of it. Yeah, but it, it does stop. <laughs> well, yeah, ish. I'm just saying, she, <laughs> she would have gotten hurt, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. It's kind of hard to say, because it's, it's sort of a freeze frame thing happening yeah. here, because it was the 80s. There was bumper on her mom jeans. Yeah. <laughs> the theology is suspect, to say the least. But you know what? It's a pretty common theology. Why do bad things happen to good people? This song kind of takes the cheap way out and just says, you're going to be fine because angels. Right. Hashtag because angels. Okay, but Amy is like pretty, uh, pretty flustered by this because she kind of slowly 
backs away. And then she kind of does this like pivot turn into what appears to be a dark alley. Yeah. With, like the world's worst like 50s greaser thug <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the alley. He doesn't have a cigarette, which I think is weird. I, you'd think he would in this kind of video. Um, but no, he's just sitting there. He's he's menacing. He's menacing the alley. And then Amy is in a bay window in what is easily the beginning of this video reaching the end. <laughs> yeah, th this whole sequence is a little bit Salem's Lot, would you say? Yeah, that's fair. Because she's sitting there in this bay window and she she's hunched over because that's 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 what you do. What you do. And then these disembodied hands appear out of the bay window, and they're they're kind of groping her. They're kind of doing jazz hands. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not sure. But luckily, because of the hunch, she's able to escape their icy fingers. Are, are you interpreting these as like menacing hands? Or as as angel hands, because I think they're supposed to be angel hands. Oh, I thought they were menacing hands. They look like they're trying to grab her. No, but you know the lyric is, though I never see with human eyes the hands that lead me home. So I I think this is like a a visual representation. And the lyric that's happening at this moment is, God, I know they're all around me all day and through the night. When the enemy is closing in, I know sometimes they fight. I think those are angel hands. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But what I'm saying is those angels are awfully promiscuous. <laughs> I'm not sure they've they've been to safeguarding training. <laughs> no, no, th this looks very inappropriate. This is not safe church. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Well, whether they are good angel hands or <laughs> powers and principalities and malevolent forces of darkness, the hunch saves Amy, and she just and she just kind of walks off. And then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is happening here? She walks into a. Party, I guess. In which Michael Myers and his demon bride <laughs> are standing there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, these people are wearing these like freaky ass masks. Yeah. So it's a guy in a tuxedo. So yeah, it's Mike Myers at prom, basically, is what this is. <laughs> also, it looks like he's holding a tray full of jello shots. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know this is a good party. <laughs> right. Michael Myers' date. Oh my god, her hair is so huge. So huge. I, there were like two cans of Aquanet that went into that. The higher the hair, the closer to heaven. Yeah. Okay. And therefore, hashtag angels. <laughs> hashtag angels. But Mike Myers' date has another mask in her hands. <laughs> That's and, really true. And, She's wearing a mask and holding a mask. Yeah, but, but watch what happens. Because like Amy is like hunching her way through the party. And the woman hands the mask to her as Amy moves out of the shop. And, right. And we don't specifically see Amy take the mask, but when this woman's gloved hand comes back into the shot, the mask is not there. So who who took the mask? Who? who? Angels. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up on that little nuance. I was too busy being distracted by the door opening 
to the left. Yeah. So okay. I'm like, I, this is so confusing. <laughs> it's like some like it's like a door is opening, but there's still a glass door there or something. Just like flies open, and there's this dude wearing a tux shirt, a cummerbund, and tux pants, modding his way through this door. Like, I don't, I don't even know. You just have to see it. No, but I can't explain it. I, I, I think he's in water somehow. It's like, did you ever watch the David Copperfield specials when you were a kid? And, you know, he would get in this big tank of water wearing chains and he would escape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think this is David Copperfield is doing a cameo in this video. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's like looking panicked and let's let's go to the lyrics. To keep my feet from falling, I'll never turn away. If you're asking what's protecting me, you're gonna hear me say, angels, what over me, that doesn't tell me a damn thing. No, no, it's not helpful. Not at all helpful. But the camera just moves on like this is no big deal. No, no, ain't no thing. Yeah, I ignore the drowning thing, but we just go to the tray of jello shots right. and then pan up to the guy in the mask. Like this weirdo Harlequin mask. Yeah. And then they, we go back to big haired lady yeah, who, who and her mask is, is really on point. <laughs> yes. So she turns around menacingly and basically we can see that her mask has like pastel rainbow eyeshadow. Mm -hmm. So I think angels might be protecting Amy from the gaze. <laughs> I actually think that angels are protecting her from those eyebrows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're menacing. Yes. And also she appears to have flames where blush might be. <laughs> right. <laughs> and no mouth. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. My daughter, who is six, could have made a better mask than <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, this is a really bad mask. Angels were not watching over the making of that mask, no. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay, so now we're away from the party, Brendan. And now we are in, like, Amy Grant's crappy first apartment. <laughs> we know it's crappy because <laughs> as she's standing there singing, the walls fall down around her. They just kind of collapse to the floor. <laughs> Leaving only the door to magically stand upright <laughs> without any support. Yeah, so she is Why? unharmed even as this building <laughs> collapses around her. Why? Because angels. Apparently she lives next to an oil refinery. <laughs> this is honestly the worst podcast we've ever done. <laughs> and also maybe the most fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there is a giant stack of oil barrels <laughs> clearly visible when uh, the walls fall down. <laughs> yes. And then the most disturbing part of this video, and that's saying a lot. Amy just kind of walks off. And walks into a ceiling full of feet. <laughs> <laughs> and again, because it is the 80s, some of the feet are wearing roller skates. wearing like the most 80s one and a half inch black pumps that you could possibly yeah. imagine. And I think I see some kids in the back. <laughs> also, it, those look like some topsiders back there maybe. But yeah, these feet are just dangling like from the ceiling and Amy is like trying to make her way through Footland. We are aware in this video that like hunching is a skill that Amy has. <laughs> But she chooses this moment to just, like, stand up straight and fight her way through the feet. 
That's a really good point. She could have really demonstrated some skill. But but that's the yeah. thing, Brendan. She doesn't need to because angels are parting the feet. So again, I'm back to the other point here, which is I think these might be angel feet. I want the angel with roller skates. <laughs> this is untenable. <laughs> and now we know why people don't understand Christianity. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm like, okay, so I, I can look at, like, the hazards of the urban world, and you might get chased down by a demon car, sure. or you might pass a ruffian in an alley, um, or, you know, the, the you might be saved from an explosion at the oil refinery next to your house, or, you know, you can just say no at a party in a very special episode of a sitcom. But, but what possible hazard? I... It just a feet hanging from the sky? I don't... Maybe this is supposed to be like what hell is like because you're underneath people. But... <laughs> don't try to make sense of it, Brendan. Okay, so she makes it, guys. Spoiler alert. Yeah, she... she makes it through the foot curtain. And, and now we are into the Amy looking at you through a fence segment of this video. It's true. She just walks around like she's back in the oil refinery and then she's at a chain link fence like kind of coolly staring at you like she doesn't care. She doesn't yeah, care. No, no she, she, she can do whatever she wants. Angels! You know, I gotta say, by this point, I suspect that this was an all-day shoot because Amy is looking tired. She is. For real. Because uh, there's some bags under her eyes. They have probably been shooting this video for like 18 hours at this point. Yeah. And they're like, just one more shot of you peering through a chain link fence. And she's like, yeah. come on. But she's got some attitude here on the chain link fence uh -huh, part. Uh -huh. she, she's like, look at her. She's, she's like, what? Yeah. She's know, look at me, my angels. She's definitely smizing there. Like she's giving you yeah. some tired realness. <laughs> so now she's back at the scene of the crime, and yeah. by the crime I mean Christine, the car running her over. She's right. back on that I, corner again. Yeah, and we've got the guitar solo going here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then we get this other thing. Oh, this like, other thing. <laughs> so David Copperfield is back. Um, this time you, they're using this picture-in-picture picture effects technique that must have been, like, super high-tech in 1984. Mad expensive. Mad expensive, yeah. yeah. So, like, his weird trying-to-get-out-of-the-tank face appears in the middle of the street. And Amy's just kind of looking at it. And then the picture-in-picture picture changes to, like, the worst reenactment of Peter and Herod. <laughs> the, the shots they are choosing here are completely inexplicable. Completely. It's like, they're like... We would like to tell the story of Peter and Herod and the angel and the imprisonment, but we would like to do it by only shooting people so that their mid-torso is visible. The only way I know that this is the story of Peter and Herod is because the back of Herod's head is wearing a crown. I'm pretty sure Herod is a Muppet in this, in yeah, this scene. That's I, what really What is fair. the deal with Herod's wig? Then there's a soldier drawing a sword. Again, all you see is basically from his ribcage to his hip bones. Okay, and then you see Peter walking into prison. He, he's handcuffed and he's, uh, you know, moving his wrists back and forth to the shackles so you can see that the chain is totally for real locked. He ain't getting out. This is no David Copperfield, guys. This That's is right. Peter. And then he's like pushed 
into the cell and then is somehow like bizarrely dragged across the ground. And then the second most freaky part of this, he's now in a barn because he's lying in a bed of hay and right. a rat crawls out of his tunic sleeve. Why? Why was that rat there? <laughs> Where were Peter's angels? Like, if they were about to rescue him from prison, couldn't they have taken care of the rat? You would think, but... Okay, but then you've got this, like, little synth... And then there's, like, this moment of silence. Let's take it down a notch, guys. Got his angels watching over me That was intense. Yeah, it is intense. I'm, we're looking kind of, again, at sort of a mid-torso shot of Peter. He's really acting with his wrists at this point, because you can see the wrists and you can see the despondency um, in, in, in how they are shackled together. And then you've got a shot of his feet. Yep. And the chains fall to his feet. They do. And, and, you know, Amy Grant is back here. She's like, got his angels watching over me. And Peter runs out of the out of the cell, and we're back to Amy. You know, she is staring off into the middle distance, singing about angels watching over me. Yeah, but then there's this one part where she, like, she turns to the camera, and it's like she is peering into my soul, Brendan. It's like there are angels watching over you, too. Yeah, probably. it's true. Yeah. Um, not if you get hit by a car. That's how you know there aren't angels watching yeah, over you. It's true. Or also, if uh, you go to jail and the handcuffs don't fall off, right, right. then you know that there or, are not angels pushing over you. Or if you drink a cello shot. Yes, or if you find yourself wearing the worst mask of all time. <laughs> yes. And then there's this like amazing montage of like chain link fence, car headlights, Amy's walking. And then freeze frame, because it's the <laughs> 80s. And then... She burst out of this dark corner in this very bizarrely wallpapered room. And she's kind of half jogging. Half hunching. The whole hunching, really. Yeah, because angels. Well, she commits to the hunching. I, you you gotta give her props. No wonder this woman was a bona fide superstar. <laughs> this hunching is so on. You know, she's coming back and she's like at the triumphant. Angels watching angels over watching me. Over angels watching and over she's me. Going back to Christine and just like sitting on the hood, like they yeah. thing. Like, look at you, car. You could try to kill me, but I got angels. Then, quick cut, and she's yep. back at the map, which she you might is. recall was pulled up before. So, how did it get pulled down? Angels. <laughs> but she, she just does like this quick spin around from mm -hmm. the map, and she hunches down and she put, puts her finger over her lips. Guys, those kids. Their minds are effing blown. <laughs> like, they don't even know what to do with this. But what they do know is that they should hunch, because that is what they do. They do, and they, they, they watch in wonder. Mm -hmm. And then she slowly stands to her full posture, and that's the end. Yep. So, Holly, what have we learned? Well, Brendan, I would say that we've learned that angels are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> because they will try to grab you from outside a bay window. Yeah, or their feet will, like, dangle. And, you know, if, if she had, like, gotten her, hit her head with that roller skate, her career would have been over. Over. Before it began, really. Yeah. You know, this song won a Grammy. 
No, it did. No, it did not. It did. That cannot it be. Did. No, it totally did. It was best female vocalist in the gospel category. You know, I think what I take away from this is angels do show up quite a bit in the Bible, in both the Old and the New Testament. They show up to accomplish various important things. Aside from this video just being 80s-tastic, I think it illustrates how a theology of angels needs to be more complicated than, you know, these are God's creatures protecting you from harm. Because it's just empirically untrue. Indeed, it really is. It's... I'm sorry, I got a little distracted there because I noted one of the comments. <laughs> <laughs> this comment is, I remember saying, man, this music is alive. I was being drawn to the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So how am I going to, I'm not going to hate on Timothy and his emerging love of God, but Brendan, I've got to tell you, this video did not lead me any closer to Jesus. No, I, I gotta agree with you there. I like the uh, I like the comment right below that one. Good song, <laughs> creepy video. <laughs> also true. <laughs> and then the one below that in all caps. I know I could do without seeing the rat. What I can't say is that, yeah, this is a patently untrue theology. I think surely yeah. every person. No, let me rephrase that. This is the kind of theology that makes non-Christians dislike Christians. This idea that if you're saved or a follower of Jesus, that bad things won't happen to you. Shoes won't dangle from the ceiling when you're trying to walk. Creepy yeah. dudes won't sit in an alleyway. Yeah, and what we've got here is a pretty cheap theology. So, you know, two weeks ago we did the Collect of the Holy Cross. And mm -hmm. that Collect is calling out uh, that, you know, in following Jesus, we are asking to take up a cross and follow him. Uh, and this video is like, cross? What cross? <laughs> Angels! Yeah. Hunching. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. It's also worth noting, I'll just say that, and I think I said this in the podcast before, but man, this would have made great 80s TV theme song. Can you imagine, like, if there were, like, a sitcom about, like, an angel who wore roller skates? Yes, right? And drove the Christine-looking car around to save yeah. people. It would be, like, kind of like a mix between Highway to Heaven and Quantum Leap or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to pitch this show. I think we do too. Well, friends, we'll just have to wait and see if this was an, indeed an epic win or an epic fail in the podcast department. But I sure had fun. Uh, yes, this was very enjoyable. I enjoyed doing this with you, Holly. I'm, I'm not sure what we have subjected our listeners to. Um, but if you liked this, um, we would love it if you would write a review about it uh, on iTunes. And if you didn't like it, we would like you to, um, you know, keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. And also, if you did like it, and God forbid if this is your first episode of this show, please know that we tend to be both less verbose and uh, <laughs> more serious. Wow. Is that true? Wow. 
Yeah. Oh man, we're we're at the bottom of the barrel here. If we're like trying to say our show is usually more serious than this, that's true. You're right. Well, yeah. at least we like have subject matter that wasn't penned in the '80s. That's true. So we have subject matter that was penned in um, the '70s, 1979, yeah. which is still really young, guys. You know, Hatchet was published in 1980. Wow. If you would like to tweet at us <laughs> <laughs> about our inanities or your theology of angels or why that little girl was stolen from her home to participate in corporate <laughs> warfare, you can find us at the Collect Call. Or you can find, uh, gosh, I don't even remember what our collection was. It's been so long. It was uh, angel-scented candles. All right. Um, every time you light a candle, an angel appears. Maybe that's why the angels were there. She let, lit a candle right before the shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that can be found at Pinterest.com slash the call it call. Uh, you can find our parent organization, who has probably disowned us over this episode. The Acts 8 Movement is at acts8movement.org, or on Facebook at Acts 8 Movement, or on Twitter at Acts 8 Moment. Yes. Right. I was like, no. Yes. Um, <laughs> our music is Little Mortal Flesh Keep Silence by Aaron DeVries. And you can find more of Aaron's music at badgerland.bandcamp.com. And join us next week when we're going to be... What are we going to be talking about next week? Prayer for all Christians in their vocation. Including Amy Grant in her vocation. And she needs some prayers. Yep. Well, don't we all? We'll see you next time. Let all mortal flesh keep silence And with fear and trembling stand Ponder nothing earthly minded For with blessing in his hand Christ our God to earth descended Our full homage to demand Hey, it's Brendan again. Hope you enjoyed the show. Here's the music that we played, listed in order. All of these can be found at gemendo.com, uh, with one exception, uh, which can be found at Free Music Archive. I'll highlight that when we get to it. The first one was Played by the Left Hand by SG Project. And then Electronical Side of Human by Human. California 80s Original Mix by Otnica. Cheerful Naomi by Agent J. 80s Interlude by Fanus. That's the one you can find at Free Music Archive. Remembering Montrose by Manolis Mumazias. Outer Space Edward Frozen by Lintu Raven. And Free Birds by Christopher Quark. We hope we'll check out the other work by these artists. We'll see you next time.